Welcome to the Front Porch Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ronnie Duncan, where we are four black men who talk about life, culture, and faith. We have real conversation that challenge and help create habits uh, within our community. Fellas, say hello to the people. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. How are you doing? My name is Greg, and, and I'm looking forward to having a great discussion today with my brothers. What's up? This is Warren, and I'm glad to be on the front porch again today to have a good conversation. Good day. Good day. This is Nick. How's everybody doing? Glad to see everybody back here in good health and strength. Look forward to the conversation. And the one and unseen brother that we always want to give tribute to and honor to is our brother Trevor. Trevor is our behind the scenes man. Yep, yep. Helps us put all of this together. So, fellas, I, I think we had a real enriched conversation last time. And I think one of the things that we kind of said is we want to keep this conversation going. And so this will actually be part three of the role and effects of music in the black community. And so I think there are some things that we kind of uh, wanted to touch on. And so um, really, I think, Brother Nick, <laughs> you had some things you really wanted us to go a little more deeper into. And so as we talk about the role and effects of music in the black community, uh, what, what, what say ye today? Anybody? Well, I wanted to touch on uh, uh, a little more of the, the history of our music um, and connected to its actual roots in America for us, the, the, the black church uh, and the drums. Uh, you know, I don't, I think we had a good conversation the last time, but you know, sometimes with music is so, it, it's so broad that it, you can't possibly cover it in one conversation. So I just thought we would just tack on a little more uh, information onto the conversation, so to speak. So the first part, I think we kind of talked about um, the nature of music and how it affects the community and um, the, the different genres of music that we were a part of and we are a part of. I think the second part, we, we kind of talked more of the business end of the, the industry when it comes to music. So I guess what we're saying on this particular industry, uh, podcast is we want to talk about the, the essence of us being music not us making music, but us being music. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, yes. Yeah. So what what, what, what we got? Well, I, my research, you know, I, I'm a lover of music. I, and, and Warren is, is he's a musician, an artist, a singer. He's a little more, I would say, in-depth than I am. But from my research, I just found it fascinating how Black music in America, America began. I mean, it, it, and I know we touch on this all the time, but everything in America for us Black Americans is eventually tied to, you know, our suffering. And out of our suffering has come a lot of things, and our music is one of them. And our music starts from what we call a call and response. And if anybody ever been in a black church, you know what that is. That, that the pastor, you know, touch your neighbor on the left, touch your neighbor on the right. You know what I'm saying? To you know, can I get an amen? Call and response. And I found that that was one of the sources 
of how our music was created, call and response. And a part of that call and response was also the drums. And I know Brother Hoskins is going to do a little, little more insert on the drums, so I don't want to get too far into that because I know he, he has a little more information than me. But as we go in this, go in this conversation, let's let's keep it, let's keep the, the, the I'm going to use our, our Mr. Duncan's term, the thread, let the thread be call and response because our music is a spiritual music. No matter how, even if you look at the, what is it, the mumble rap these days, it's still a spiritual thing. Everything we do is spiritually connected. And the call and response, even in mumble rap, is a call and response. Well, one of my one of my understandings, um, and gentlemen, you can definitely correct me if I'm wrong in this process. But one of my understanding is within the slaves who were out in the field, um, this was one of their ways of not only um, getting themselves through the day, but it was uh, a form of uh, communication with each other uh, while they were out in the field, or if there was someone who was, um, in some cases, who were escaping or wanted to think about escaping, there was, uh, it was coded um, in that process. But I do believe, I do agree with you, um, Nick, that it is definitely uh, one of those things that has been always uh, spiritually inclined and that's led us to the place that we um, have survived. I think it's been really one of those um, key elements, if you will, to, to our survival um, is the call and response method. And so, uh, Brother Hoskins, you want to talk about the, the drums? Yeah, uh, yes. I, you know, I, as I was studying this, I found out that uh, different African tribes um, had different drums and different methods that they used, but all of it um, um, was used as a form of communication. All of it had dance associated with it. And a, and a dance uh, actually um, represented different things. Uh, the djembe was the, um, the, uh, the I think, the more popular drum that I've seen from different tribes. Um, but uh, it, was, it was actually, we found out that um, to Africans, the, the drum and the drum playing and music period, even the singing, was not just, something that they did, you know. It had a, a purpose and a meaning behind it. As a matter of fact, even uh, the djembe, uh, you had to be born into that family to be able to learn and play it, not just anybody could play it because of the spiritual aspect that was associated with it. But they used it, uh, you know, for um, weddings and for uh, um, burial ceremonies and uh, to announce a birth and, uh, you know, even to 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 celebrate uh, someone's life when they passed on. They used the drum for these purposes and they had they had actually dances, dance that they would actually use uh, during that particular time. Uh, the dance had a purpose behind it, but it was the beat and uh, one particular drum. I can't remember the name of the drum, but it had a spiritual. They say, they say the drum itself had a spirit with it, <laughs> you know, and that's why just not just anybody could play it. Uh, once he, the African music came to America, 
uh, and it got, you know, because when they brought the slaves over, right, they stripped them from what they knew, but they did not, they could not strip what they remembered, right? So, and they remember their music. They remember their music. That was the communication that they had among each other. They remember the music. So they would come up with instruments that they would create themselves, you know, uh, remembering what it was like in the homeland. And they would create these, these instruments and they would play them. America knew nothing about them. Great Britain knew nothing about them. Uh, I remember Maurice White. One of the things I found out, Maurice White used to use this thing. I didn't know what it was. What it was it's called a kalimba, and it was a hand piano. That's an African instrument. Y'all know y'all don't see nobody over here playing that. You know what I'm saying? But that's what you know. Did the Africans created that? The Africans created the the the, the bass. You know. Uh. You know. Um. Um. Uh, um you know, the it was a scale, very scaled down model, but it was the idea of that came from the Africans. Um, I was just surprised, uh, you know, and I can't do a, a, a um, exhaustive study on it, but I was just surprised how much the Africans bought with them when they came over in their hearts in their minds and what they recreated here on the soil. And they used it among among themselves. Other cultures came in, oh, that's a good idea, deal. And they took it and they did something else with it. Um, the Africans disassociated themselves with that because it meant something, like you say, spiritual with them. It wasn't just something you did. You know what I'm saying? And so you're right, Nick, it was a call and response. This drummer would play and then the other drummer would respond to it. And it had a message behind it. You understand what I'm saying? And so when we're looking at R&B music, for instance, uh, that's our music. And we know they call it soul music. Now, y'all know good and well that it has a soulful feel to it. When you hear the staple singles, uh, uh, singers, of most, you know, fam famous baseline. I take you there. Everybody, you can't tell me that. You can, listen, I love the Lord, y'all know that, right? But when that come on, I'm, I'm be honest with you. Woo-wee, you know, I hear, I like it. I, you know. <laughs> you don't lay it down, you <laughs> I, but look at you, I tell you, buddy. But, uh, but, but, you know, it, it's, it's just that music touches the soul. And when you hear this singing and they're going, oh, one of my favorite is Gladys Knight. We said, mm-hmm, L.A. You know, you can't write, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just, that's soul music. Al Green is another one. So that's to what the Africans bought with them. And people in our culture, we understand it. And we can feel it. I'm going to leave it right there. Uh, 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 I'm laughing at you, man. You can't write half either. <laughs> <That's one day laughs> <rap>. <laughs> hey, but uh, I, I, you know, it took some time. But I mean, even like you said, the Africans uh, when they, when they became brought over here, they they used their drum as communication. As a matter of fact, they would use it for communication between plantations. You know, you know what I mean about what was going on, and the, uh, it, it took some time, but. 
that, you know, I guess, guess the white man eventually figured it out. So he borrowed the drum, you know, from, from them because that's, that's how they would, that's how they would communicate and, and, and through that. And, and a lot of things that I study and, and one that we, we sing today in the church uh, and how they use music back then way in the water was the way to communicate the fact that it was clear for you to go, you know, and, and it was a whole lot of spirituals that we use now that they that they sung back then was communication on, you know, whether you can leave now, whether it's a good time to run, you know, what the case may be, where master was. And so that was a, that that's how music always been for us. It always been that way of, of communication, that way of us expressing ourselves. And, and you know, this is something that we said on, on our last broadcast, but it, it, it it's it's it, it it is. It's it's like you said, it's, it's something for us. It's for the soul. It's not just something to that that we uh we do we, we you know repeat or, or try to do like 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 the other ones did. They try to pick it up and thought it was something. It always meant meant something to us. That's true, that's true. I I'm gonna try to tie this together. Uh in the book, the half has never been told. Uh, in one of the chapters, it talks about how when it became illegal to transport Africans from Africa to America to enslave them, America began to, of course, spread out. It became, that's when you got Louisiana Purchase, you got Texas, you got Oklahoma, you got Mississippi. America started to expand. So because they couldn't bring slaves where they did it, but it was illegal. They don't, they, it's a couple of calls. They still was bringing some in, but they started selling slaves and moving slaves from the North, from South Carolina up down to Texas and Mississippi. And in the half has never been told, they call that the great migration, but it was opposite of the one that happened after that. They said that in Texas and Mississippi, they called it the whipping system which means that they were whooping slaves to death and there was nothing. It was worse than, we know South Carolina and Georgia, but when they got to Texas and Mississippi and Louisiana, that slavery became more harsher than any slavery that, uh, and I don't know how it becomes more harsher than what we was already going through, but that's the term they use. So they call it the whipping system. I'm drawing you a picture. So in the whipping system, the slaves would say they didn't know after they had been stolen, they called themselves, I was stolen from wherever they was to there. You didn't know on Monday whether you was going to live through the week or not. So every Saturday night in this part of the country, the slaves, because some was from Georgia, some was from South Carolina, Virginia, Maryland, different places, they had been stripped from their families again for a next generation. They would dance and sing all Saturday night. But here's the kicker. Each person got their opportunity to do their dance wherever they was from. They had, so you're sitting around a fire picture. All four of us sitting around the fire. We're from different parts. Even if it took the three in the morning, you got to do your dance, sing your song, do your entertainment to express yourself. So we not only sung in the fields, we not only sung in the house, we use singing to express ourselves and to communicate, not just escape, but to express who we were through our music and our dance. 
So we go from that, what we call the whipping system. Remember, whipping system is from Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas. That's what that system is called. We went from that to what they created in New Orleans. I think New Orleans, Louisiana was the only place that allowed the drums. And they went, they call it, I think it's still there called Congo Corner. I think it's Congo Corner. It's still in Louisiana, New Orleans right now, where the Africans got to go to play their drums and play their music. So I'm just, I'm, I'm showing you how, so we go from the Congo, from the whipping system to Congo Corner to New Orleans creating our type of music that we listen to now. Started with what they call the blues, which it wasn't the blues. It, it was out, you know, it was church music that we sang that night. That's what I, that's what I call it. It was church music we sang that night, you know what I'm saying? We just add a little spice to it. So we go from that to R&B, which R&B starts with, and it's, 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 it's how would you say it? It's Ruth Brown is her name. This was the first woman that they could say was the first person that really did R&B music, which also Ray Charles was her piano player. Because we know they call Ray Charles is the creator of soul music. Just showing how we tie these things together. So you got Ruth Brown, R&B, Ray Charles, soul music, which Ray Charles was a church, his mother was a God-fearing Christian woman who loved church. And she, you know, with him being blind, he loved his mother. And she always told Ray to be who he was. So Ray took church music. Ray was the first person to put women or choir on the record with him. The Ray Lex. So I'll leave it right there. I'll just draw the timeline to what Warren was saying from the Africa to here to the drums to R&B to soul music. I don't want to get too in depth, but I just get people a searching point. They want to look into it. Hey, Nick, you mind if I ask you a question? Yes, sir. Uh, what was the difference of, you know, what was the characteristic, if you will, of soul music, and then what was the characteristics of R&B? Okay, the characteristics of R&B would be um, okay, Ruth Brown, they call her the sister of rhythm because you know as music warm, when you get in that pocket, you ride the beat. This sister could sing, you could hear the rhythm through her voice. So whatever the rhythm was, the chord was they was playing, you could hear her singing through her voice. So that was the rhythm. And of course, we know what the blues were. So they put rhythm into the blues because the blues was used to be just, you know, you just sang it on what you went through. Then they added this rhythm to it. And I can't remember the brother name that started doing it first. He was uh, showing, he did all types of stuff. I forgive me, forget, remember, not remember his name, but he started putting that rhythm into our music. So we not only was, it went from call and response from the clap and stomp and hey, and to the, uh, to just rhythm, and Ruth Brown was the first sister that could put the rhythm into it. So now you can put rhythm with blues, rhythm and blues. You know, right. I, I'm going to tell you something that I think was, you know, pretty 
uh, fascinating to me is that, you know, you know, I've been to Africa with Bishop and um, the their time signature now is much different than what we're accustomed to in America. Their town's time signature is a little faster. Uh-huh. If you listen to them play play the beat, they're not on the one, they're not even on the two. I don't know what they're on, but they understand it. You understand what I'm saying? And then I think about uh, in the um, Caribbean islands, you got the uh, a reggae and the beat that it's on. You know, chicken, 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 totally different than what we do over here. Right. But these are black people. I mean, and I'm so amazed that how we can, man, we beats, we are accustomed to rhythm and beats. That's what makes the black players that play in the professional uh, sports, they are rhythm people. That's why most of the, 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 the running backs, they got rhythm. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> they can set you up and then, you know, they got rhythm. Basketball players, they got rhythm. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, like you said last time, Nick, it go much deeper than just us talking about, you know, just the music itself. That's, that's, is a fruit of what was going on inside of the black man, black woman. It is, it is. You see, and music, it's, it's, it's the energy. It's, it's, music carries, carries your energy. That's why you see, Africans, even remember when you, what was the uh, soldier? Not a soldier story. What was the one with Denzel and Morgan Freeman? The Civil War. Uh, the Civil Glory. War. Glory. Glory. Remember the scene before they went into battle that morning. What they do that night? They conjured up the courage. They conjured up the spirit. They said they last goodbyes. They 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 brought in the spirits to give them strength. You see what I'm saying? That that's more than just music, man. That's that's using that to for whatever you need in life. So wherever you see us, no matter what we're doing, man, remember you see mama in the kitchen cooking. What she be doing back in the days? Our mothers, not these new mothers. <laughs> go ahead. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get that straight. <laughs> Our mothers and grandmothers. Even cooking, cleaning would sing, would, would have that. And when she get finished cooking, you'd be like, oh, you can could, you could taste that love in that piece of chicken. I don't, man, that grease is not bad for me when mama put that love on. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't catch high cholesterol with that love. It's when she stopped putting that love in it when we started getting high blood pressure and cholesterol high. <laughs> I don't care what nobody say. We did, because we ate it for too long. When mama stopped putting that love in it, we started getting sick. That's just my interpretation of it. Y'all can call me crazy. Do what you want to do. And, and, and they cook. And they cook with lard. What? A big old chunk. A big old chunk. And kept it on the stove. Kept it on the stove. You know, can. You had two cans. That yeah. can you were gonna dip out of, and the can when they finished frying. Exactly. Crystal. Crystal. I tell you, I, I remember going by a big 
can of crystal lard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and, if you, with that. and if you came up like me and Warren did, you mess around and run out a little lotion or uh, baby oil, you get some lard on you going to school. <laughs> Go to school smelling like fresh bacon. <laughs> but, and on the other side, I'm going to go back to, so that's, that's the rhythm and blues. The soul side came. Now, let me interject this. We never named any of these things. Corporate America named all of this. They was trying to find, a, once they see us doing something and they realize we don't caught it, they started trying to market it, trying to figure out how they gonna market it. So they took R&B, right? And created rock and roll. All rock and roll was when it started out was white people singing black people songs. That's wait it. Minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's it. Hold on, wait a minute, let me put some asking it. Let me put this though. But from what, from what I understand now, they say Chuck Berry yes, is sir. the one that they accredited, that they accredited to rock and roll, and it comes from the beat. Dum, 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 dum. I mean, that, you know, it, it, it had a rhythm beat to it. Now, that's how they switch it on us. Uh, yeah, yeah, they they actually took it. They took it, it to a whole nother place. It, it actually wasn't Chuck Berry. It was before Chuck Berry. It was. It was. Um, Chuck, but... It was Fats. 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 Domino. Yep. Fats. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. They were all in that same thing. Fats. Wait a minute. 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 That was, yeah. so good to me. Yep. And then you got to go Lil Rich. Lil Richard. <laughs> Lil Richard scared him so bad. Lil Richard had him shook. Lil Richard ain't played the piano sitting down. He stood up so he could shake it. Okay, well, now okay. Now he, don't, now he got him scared. <laughs> listen, so now them folks say, them folks okay. say, look here, we're not playing that. So this is what we're gonna do. They started hiring white groups to imitate. <laughs> okay, because what, man, what, what I'm giving back to Jerry Lee Lewis, he started doing some of the stuff Lil Richie was doing. That was he was hired to do Lil Richie. I'm telling you what it is. It's what you what you saw Jerry Lee Lewis doing. They hired him to sing Lil Richie songs. But it, 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 it's true, man. I, it's I, true, let me tell you, something. I, I I I did I, I did a little search on this because when when uh when we we start when you talk about R and B rock and roll when we when we start talking about <laughs> I said. I, I actually said what what genre of music that African Americans hadn't touched, you know. Exactly. And my and my thought, uh, my say, thought, cr- say create. No, hold on, my thought. Okay, well, <laughs> my thought, my thought was the classical music, like Beethoven and Bach and all that. I said I, I don't think we we took a part in that. But when 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 you said it, when I did the research uh, a little bit, and 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 you said it, Warren. That the fact that music started from from that that African River drum, all music started from there. So I'm saying, so I'm saying that that blacks had a part, or the uh, African we had a part in every genre of music. So I went through, man, and I'm trying to tell you, and Nick, you you, you part of that is you, you write what you say, but I went through, and I just I, I just wrote down. I'm just gonna put the genres that I that I that I, that I looked at. All right, I'm okay. gonna start. We had we had blues. Right, jazz, swing. Y'all remember ragtime? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they call it rag. All right, ragtime, uh, rock and roll, 
uh, let me, I'm gonna make sure I miss it. You said R&B, country. Now check this out. Check this out. Now I'm 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 I'm, I'm gonna give you guys exactly what 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 I found, and this is about blues. It said blues, dating back dating back in the 1800s, blues was um, was the building blocks for jazz, R&B, rock and roll, and country, which we talked about on the last <laughs> talked about on our last thing. Now I said you know the orientation orientation of the blues started in the South and was a way to express the lies and difficulties, the injustices and adversities and heartbreak of the blacks, right? And uh, go along what you said, Nick, it said a lot of white musicians started covering the songs of the blacks that had written, uh, the, the blacks that had written like 50 years ago, they brought it up, start covering it and, and made made famous. So they saying rock and roll was made famous by Elvis, made famous by the white folks. Not saying that they created it, Mm-hmm. They were saying it was made famous. They brought it forth, you know. So uh, once again, I say swing, rock and roll, funk, the peep funk. Oh yeah, definitely. Don't want no doobie in my peep funk. Y'all remember that song? <laughs> <laughs> you remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> of course, that baby boy. Make my funk the peep funk. I gotta right. get funked up. Yeah, I gotta get funked up. All right, disco. Yeah. Definitely. Disco, right? Disco, yeah. You got spiritual gospel hymns, uh, the chain gang music. They they consider that a, a genre, you know. Uh, we, That's the sound of the man yeah. working on you know, yeah, so tink, tink, yeah. Oh, okay. And so so e- even when they when, when when they was on the chain gang, they, they sung, man. So right. we 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 use music to get us through everything. There's no part of life that we didn't use music. Once again, I said spiritual hymns, chain gang. Uh, I did mention Red Time Soul, uh, house music. Yeah, you know, and that kind of oh, uh, yeah. uh, see that, that that's kind of we we don't hear a whole lot of anymore. You're not music. you're not finished, Greg. Go ahead, finish. I'm it. I'm not finished. No, I, I I'm just throwing through. It's it, it's so much out there. That oh, okay, I'm like because you no, you, but I'm just you need to, you didn't say my people up up north, DC. Oh, go go. <laughs> oh, go go. Don't don't, don't, don't leave <laughs> Chuck. Uh, no, me, don't, don't leave Wyoming Chuck up out, Now, now, uh, what made that music flow was the uh, um, a, a go-go bell, right? Yes, mm-hmm. It was the go-go right. bell that they used in that, and that's what gave it that distinct sound. Do y'all remember when Ted Riley come out? Yeah, in, in yeah. The, what the nineties? New Jack Swing. New, New Jack yeah. Swing. No, Ted Riley came yeah. out eighty-seven, eighty-eight. With, yeah. 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 with yeah, with the New Jack Swing. New Jack right. Swing. Yeah. But let me tell you something. Yeah. If you have no experience, well, it's too late now. You're too old. You're too old. And Chuck done passed on. Right. I had the greatest experience of my life in Washington, D.C. to experience go-go. I had never been to a place where people danced the whole time, enjoyed themselves the whole time. And call and response, wind me up, Chuck. In D.C., if let me tell you something, it was the greatest experience I ever had in my life. And I've, I've been around the world through the military. D.C. was probably the greatest experience I had in my life was with Go-Go. Well, man, Nick, you remember uh, Spike Lee brought to the forefront that doing the butt. Hey, yeah. Sex, 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 sex. Yep. Yeah. That's Go-Go. That's Go-Go. Yeah. Well, fellas, 
Well, fellas, I, I don't mean to cut you right there, but I think we need to take a break because on the other side of this, I think I want to ask another question for us to get into. So let's take a break just for a few moments and then we'll come back on. We are back here at the front porch and we are on the other side of this commercial break here. But I think, fellas, we were talking about this go-go. And uh, of course, I've never had the experience of being in a go-go opportunity setting. But I do know that um, being here from the South, I've experienced many a parties. And um, when they threw that go-go on, (laughs) man, you sweat. You sweat yourself (laughs) because you are. So... I, but here's the question I want to ask. Here's the question I want to ask. Um, and, and, and I think what we've been doing is we've been kind of dancing around it a little bit. And this is just my estimation. But I think that one of the things when we start talking about the, the rhythm and blues, the soul, the, the drums, um, there's a level of vibration that comes with music and the drum. And so when we think about the vibration and the rhythmic sound, not just the, the, the sound of it, but the energy, and I think we said that earlier, the energy that comes behind this music, I think, what is it? I mean, just, let's just kind of talk about that a little bit. What, what is it with the rhythmic vibration of music all the way back from the African drum up to the go-go era. What, what do you think is it that, like you said, I think it was Warren, when you hear Pop Staples hit that boom, 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 boom. You, you just, it's that, there's <laughs> something that goes through you. So what is it about that vibration you think that, that causes us to not only communicate with each other, but really just celebrate that moment? What do you think? You know, let me say this. I remember a song, too, that even Mike used some parts out of it. Uh, Soul Medusa, I think that was the name of it, back in the 70s. Uh, Mama Soul, Mama Soul, Mama Lakosa. Y'all remember that song, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it get down there. Uh, you know, I remember hearing that, and that had an African feel to it. But, man, I remember that song took off in the... Uh, black uh, neighborhood in the black culture because it had the African, it was just the feel of it. And I don't know if it connected us back to the motherland. I don't know. I, all I know is, is that thing, that thing. That's all <laughs> I know. And it may connect us back. I don't know. But, but, but when you talked about that, let me say, when you talked about that, but think about when we looked at a lot of Michael Jackson's videos he always connected us back to the motherland and the, the the sound or the rhythmic process of of knowing that i guess that he's i guess i'm looking at it as he was honoring that sound that came out from the motherland through the drums and through the sound of that so i agree with that 100 percent well, well um, let me say this uh, i'll cut you off nick no, but, but, it, but it, it's in us man you know it, it's 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 we were born with it, you know, and I guess it's like you said, connects us back to the motherland. It is 
the reason why you feel it going because it's in you. you. You know, you feel that it's in you. You can take a look at when when <laughs> when we're around uh, 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 other other parts, you know, and, and when, when everybody go to clap, we on beat and they they miss it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You, you can see it in the dance. You find we dance on rhythm, they off, you know, they doing it, they, 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 whatever, you know. You remember the Carter dance where you're all off or whatever, man. Yeah. So yeah. I'm saying it, it's it's not so much of, I don't think that we have a choice but to honor no, that because it's ingrained in us, it's, it's embedded in us. So, you know, as far as I don't think we could do anything else. Even if we tried to go another way, it, it, that's soulful, I guess. And I'm, I'm going to say soulful, don't, don't, you know, just to use that, or just to put a label on it. That soulful, it's going to come out. You know, it, it comes out of us, man. And, and there's no way. And like you said, it comes out of us no matter what we do, whether we play sports. Okay. Whether, what, but check it, even even today, when those, when those athletes try to get themselves together, what do you see them do? They got headphones on before the game. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they got they they getting it together. Hey Warren, Listen. let me Warren, let me throw you an alley. I, I'm gonna try to throw you an alley. But go ahead and say what you say. When I say what I say, it might you might don't well, well, what I'm gonna say. Okay, I I told you I told you I just did a, a study, and I found out that Israel as a nation is connected to the land. God promised them the land. They're connected to the land. That's why they fight. They'll fight for that land, right? Do you reckon that we are connected to the land? <clears throat> Even though we are so many generations removed from Africa, we are yet connected to the land? I mean, that's just a thought. But you said right. it earlier, it's in us. I mean, yeah. you removed us from the, the physical part of the land, but you could not remove the memories that we sh that we have shared all of these years. And I really, you know, and, I, and the question I was asking was, you know, in the vibration, I think it's within our DNA. I, I don't think that is, you can't, there's no book that you can read. There's no class that you can go to to study what we've been able to do with the vibration, with the energy that we've been given, um, given charge of to, to make these things happen. So yeah, when you're talking about from music to sports to even academics. I mean, there's a rhythm. When you get into that rhythm, like you're studying, when you get into that rhythm of flow, information just starts coming in. Why? Because there's a rhythm that goes with that. There's a vibration that goes with that process. And, you know, I think that's our way, yes, of honoring our ancestors. Um, but I think, you know, a lot of times, you know, we, we, we miss calculate that process. So I'm, I'm anticipating on what Nick has is this alley hoop. <laughs> I love a good hoop alley hoop. So hey, hey, yeah, yeah, you was going in that direction because you yeah, you guys know me when we start talking about things, I start, I'm about, you know, I'll pop my collarbone trying to come up with something. But in we say we are the, we okay, it's already been established. We are the first people. We are the beginning, right? We know black people are the first people on earth. That we, white black people didn't say it. White say everybody already said that we was first. So my my theory is music is a sound, correct? And if we are tied to that sound, what was the first sound? We did. <laughs> the first sound was God saying let there so 
if we are connected, <laughs> see what I'm saying? You see where I'm going with this? God said, so we're automatically tied into the God energy. So when he said, let there be light, and earth started forming, that's a rhythm. Trees, plants, animals, rhythms, rhythms, rhythms. And then that rhythm came us. So we came out of the God rhythm. Everybody, nobody else did. Everybody else came out of us. So that's why when we move, when we beat, when we do whatever we do, we conjure up whatever we want because we are tied into from the beginning. Let there be, and we were. That's right. Right. There you go. Hey, look at him, bro. That is, that is an <sighs> big time. Hey, listen, but let me tell you something. You see, you know what? The, the, reason, the reason, man, I made the expression I made, because there was these brothers uh, they were theologians. They called the call them the uh, the um, Cappadocian brothers. They were three uh, brothers, and they were very spiritual. Um, they said that the Godhead has rhythm. There's rhythm in the Godhead. So you're right. You're right. God, He created the earth in a rhythm. In the morning, I mean, in the evening, in the morning was the first day. There was a rhythm. The rhythm. Woo, buddy, man, I tell you, you about got me happy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, what, I, what do I always say when we talk as brothers? We uh, Whatever we talk about, we got to find the beginning. And with that, the beginning is God. And once God said, it was, and we can't, no matter what we go through, we can't lose it. All we do is recreate it. That is why I had heard someone else say that once we create something and other people lock on to it, we move on to the next thing. We do. We just, we okay, we're done with that because you don't took our spirit, you don't took the spirituality away from it. And uh, they, let's get back to the music, right? Remember you asked me R&B and soul music, right? Mm -hmm. I explained R&B. Now here's the soul music. The soul music was Ray Charles inserting the gospel groups. Remember? Now, before Ray Charles... It was only one person singing. It was no groups. Ray Charles brought in him and the women singing together because that was his church. In the church, it was groups, the choir. So you couldn't bring the choir. So Ray brought the groups. So that created, so, and it, it put, so he started singing from his, what his mother taught him, his soul. This is who I am. This is my soul. That, that's why they called it soul music. Right. So when he once again, and let me let me let me not fast forward, but just jump into the person who named it soul music was the two brothers from New York and New Jersey. I can't remember that nationality, but they wasn't us. Created Atlantic Rack Records. Look up the creators and founders of Atlantic Records. They put the term soul music on Ray Charles because they signed Ray Charles. The owner of Atlantic Records, this is a non-black man, said the reason we've had to find a way to market and sell black music was because once they finished with it, they never went back to it. So we had to hurry up and find a way to market it before they finished with it. This I, I can't remember the man's name, but you can look it up. It's in the history of, of, of black music. 
That's crazy. When we, this white man said this in the 50s and 60s, when we finish with it, we leave it. We move on to something else. Fred, you, you said something earlier that, um, that, that, that uh, conversation I was having the other day, just yesterday, matter of fact, uh, with some guys um, about classical music. And, and, and let me see if y'all can grab this one. What about our brother, uh, Barry White? The maestro. Barry White the maestro, took his music, that R&B soul, and then added in the orchestra. The orchestra. Oh, and good. there was nobody that I know of yet that has I been able to, to do what Barry White would be with man. So scared to try. Oh. They scared to try. Nick, because they don't know how to. <laughs> exactly. Hey, listen, listen, listen. Do y'all not realize? Just think about this for a second. Okay, Ronnie, just like you were talking about uh, Barry White. Nobody else has been. The closest one was another black guy, Isaac Hayes. I was going to say the closest. Please don't. He was the closest, but 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 uh, uh, other people just cannot do it. Okay, listen to this. They call Michael Jackson the king of rock and roll. Why? Because he done stuff nobody else had done. Nobody else can do it. They can only mimic pop, it, yeah. but Mike had it in him and he bought it out. Okay, let's talk about Prince. Prince had stuff in him, he bought it out, so they call it the Minneapolis Sound now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, and then, okay, let's look at uh, Jimi Hendrix. I don't care what, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> they, they have a list of the best guitarists it, it ever has been, and, and and the one that's number one is Jimmy. Jimmy might not have been the fastest, but he was the he he was the, the the best that's ever been. Why? Because everybody that's bought off Jimmy. I don't care if you take that chord and play it faster; it's still Jimmy's chord. You understand know what I'm saying? <laughs> all the all, all the the pedals and stuff. What about using that uh, 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 like Jimmy and playing it upside Jimmy, down? Jimmy used yeah. to, to play the Star Spangled Banner, brother. He played the Star Spangled Banner, and he had the planes flying, and he had the bombs. Come on, man. Wasn't nobody ha. doing that kind of stuff. <laughs> no. Jay Brown, Jay Brown, come on, hit me. Nobody was doing that, and nobody has done it since then. You know what I'm <laughs> so you're talking about us being original. You're right. We have the rhythm in us, Greg, you're right. We can't help it. It's in us. Give it to us and we'll show you how it ought to be done. Oh, wow. Wow. That's wow. That's true. That's true. That's true. So, so, so let me let me ask this question. You, you just kind of hit on it a little bit. We talk about Jimi Hendrix and uh, we talk about Barry. The collaboration of the instruments when we when we listen to certain artists, you know, I think one of the things that we always talk about is um, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and the collaboration between not only the the the, the organ, the, the keyboards, the drums, the guitars but the collaboration between all of that and then the the perfection of the voice 
that is put on top of that. What does that mean? Because I think one of the things that we, we say is we would put in the group would be um, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Frank and Beverly and Maidens. I mean, think about Cool in the Game. When you put those kind of guys in a room, not only do you have the essence of guys who are skilled at playing an instrument, but you have the, the soulfulness of a voice that goes on top of that. What does that feel like? What, what, what you... it, it was something in the water in Dayton, Ohio. Because uh, you're talking about groups like the Wabusa. You're talking about the Ohio players. You're talking oh. about Zach. Z- yeah, these cats come out of Dayton, Ohio, man. You say, what's in the water? What was in the water over there? But you're right, the, 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 the collaboration. You're talking about um, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Maurice White, who used to play with uh, uh, Ramsey Lewis, okay, which was jazz. Maurice both at that, and he made something that was between jazz and R&B. I don't know what you call it. We'll call it chitlins. <laughs> that's, what, that's what our folks did. They took, you know what I'm saying? They took the, you know, took what they had and made something, you know, I don't eat how about How about gumbo? How about let's make some gumbo? There you go. <laughs> right. Maurice made something, man. My nieces and my nephews and my children ride to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Right, right now. now. Right now. To this yeah. day, you get yeah. them on their car and it, they might pop on the Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you, you're you right, Ronnie. They, they created. They bought together <clears throat> some stuff up by... Let me let's just let's just talk candidly right now. How many Caucasian artists do you see doing that? Who can who's at the forefront creating stuff that other people have to bite off of? You want you want uh uh you want some whistles or something because ain't we can't take it. I mean Bird, you want a bird to sing or something? I mean, okay, let me let me ask you this. They talked about Elvis moving his hips. Was he the first one done that? I, I don't know. I'm he got saying. it from Little Richard. That's what that's why they that see that's where we go with our history. He took Little Richard. Little Richard was doing it first. You remember they did the twist. That wasn't too bad. That was bad, but it wasn't right. bad. Right. Little Richard come off that piano and shook it up. But then they gave it to Elvis. Yeah. It, it goes, I'm sorry, they're going to cut you off, but it goes back to, to, to what I just said. White folks made it famous. We was already yeah. doing it. Because we, did, we didn't have the exposure that they had. You follow what I'm saying? We had our exposure. We had our exposure. See, see, but see, saying, that's, yeah. but what, wait a minute, let's, let's, let's even redefine that, Greg. Famous to who? We already knew about it. Right. So is it famous because white folks know now? That's what I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Is that what's famous? Because everybody, all the black people knew Little Rich. So who was it? What is famous? It's, it can only be famous if white folks are involved. Is what I'm what I'm asking. Is that that's what we say? You know what I'm saying? Right. That's the term we're gonna use. Because everybody else, we knew what we was doing. We knew Little Rich. We knew the whole gamut. It wasn't nothing new to us. But when they decided to play it on white radio. Like you said, Greg, they made it famous. Well, whatever well, that is. That's why that genre, I guess you would call it genre. I don't think it's a genre though. We never had uh, names for our music. Wait a minute, but listen though, this genre called pop music. Right. What is pop music? 
Somebody it's a marketing about. term. Yeah. That's all it is. Popular music. That, Every like term. You say, Mike, Mike, Mike is the king of pop, like yeah. you said. It's popular music. Pop. And it only can be popular, popular. if white people listen to it. Yeah, white people Always remember it. that. Right. Always remember that. It can only be popular if white people listen to it and buy it. You know, and and that, and I, I'm going to tell you, that, now, we've been yeah, listening to George Clinton forever. Right, right. You're right about that, man. Now, you going to tell me he ain't popular? Wait a minute, but then, too, <laughs> do, do y'all remember this? And this is just a footnote here. This white guy, you know, George used to do big drums. Y'all knew that. Yes, sir. And lost uh, half his catalog behind well, him. Some, 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 kind of, really? some, some kind of way, he sold <laughs> the rights to a lot of his songs. Yeah. You Not know, a lot. And, 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 I, I half his catalog. And actually, when the rappers back in the nineties and late eighties, they were sampling uh, his music, but they found out he wasn't getting the royalties from it. Right. They stopped sampling the music. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if somebody has bought it back from for him, but they were sort of pissed about that. Uh, and of course, you you had a little spat within the uh, uh, Funkadelic, you know. Um, because it, people thought they was going to get getting royalty checks and they couldn't get right, it because Georgia sold the music. Because Georgia had sold it, right. But here's the thing. Why didn't those rappers, I'm just asking the question, do like Michael Jackson did for Lil Rich? Buy back. When when Michael Jackson bought half a Sony, he gave Lil Rich all his stuff back. Gave it to him. Yeah. You see well, what I'm saying? Do you remember he actually made Paul McCartney mad at him? Oh, they, yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah. But think yeah. that's when Mike started having problems when he did when he made that when they thought he, he wasn't that dumb Negro no more. And he was a businessman. But, but like I said, when them rappers but, found out George, why people ain't, why they ain't gave somebody you know got together and bought that stuff back and gave George his. But a lot of rappers uh, were getting robbed, man. You know the music business. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, you know, they, yeah. They, they, they didn't have it to get back, man. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I, but you, I, you know, know, I was talking. They were they were they were making money on their own money. I uh, making money on their own. Yeah. But I want to answer one of Ronnie Ronnie question right quick. The first, the second question he asked, and my thing is to answer that question is I'm gonna add to 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 what Warren was saying is what made Earth Wind and Fire, what made Cool in the Game, what made Frankie Beverly and Maze was each individual. Perfected their craft. Professionals. That's the key. See, cats don't perfect. Everybody want to do everything now. If I was a bass player, I perfected that bass. Right. If I was a drummer, I perfected that drum. If I was Philip Bailey, I perfected that voice. You see what I'm saying? And all Maurice had to do, not had to, but what he did was he found. You had to find the right guys and the right people who loved and perfected what they did and allowed them to play in their pocket. Because yeah. what Maurice did was genius. It takes a special type of person to put that together. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, like we talk about, you know, Barry White, it takes a, per a special type of person to put an orchestra. Yeah. Come on now. But we ain't gonna, now, and, and, and you go from him and we ain't gonna forget King Curtis, Curtis Mayfield. Curtis oh. Mayfield was was Teddy Riley before Teddy Riley. Cause remember, Curtis Mayfield was the 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 man behind the seventies, late sixties, early seventies music, the movement. That was Curtis. That was King Curtis. Just throwing it out. Okay, there. okay. Listen, 
uh, let me ask you this then. Y'all remember back in the day, 70s, is that, I mean, especially the 70s, we had all kind of these singing groups. Well, let's, let's go back to the late 60s. Ooh. Okay. Well, yeah, go back farther than that. But let me just talk about the Temptations, the Shy Light, the um, Stylistics, the Manhattan. Who else? Uh, uh, you four had tops. The, the, the Four Tops. You had yeah. the, uh, the uh, Dramatics. You know, I'm, yeah, definitely. Okay, all these groups, right? And when mm-hmm. they would come on, y'all know this. When they would come on, you knew who it was. Even though all these groups <laughs> yeah. were recording around the same time, when that particular group came on, you knew what group it was simply because of the voices and the style of music. The style of music was totally, all of it was different. Everybody had their own thing. Earth, Wind, and Fire was different than the Ohio players. The Ohio players were different than Cool in the Game. Y'all know that y'all knew Verde and White's bass whenever mm-hmm. you heard it. Yep. You knew that was Verde and White. Yeah. You knew the Ohio players. You knew the Ohio players. As soon as Sugarfoot, whatever. You, you knew you knew as soon as they came on. Right, right, right. Yeah, you're but, right. But, so. but just, to, just to think about the the creativity that each group when they got together they had their own creativity that existed among that group think about it but warren hip-hop did the same thing it it was a time in hip-hop you could not sound like in two rappers couldn't sound like they wouldn't even let you in you couldn't even say this you couldn't even repeat the words another rapper had said creativity you see what I'm saying? Of course, we know rap, hip hop came out of when they took music out of schools. Up north, the New York, the New York kids, they couldn't play instruments no more. They didn't have music class no more. So they just took it to, they took mom and daddy high five and put two, and starts just, hey, because it's in us. So we got, we're going to create something. But it was like you said, well, we still had that creativity where we were individuals. And let me let me let me let me, let me interject real quick because you you going on something Nick, and I don't think we um actually I don't think we've talked about this yet. We haven't talked about Motown. Mm. Good, bad, or indifferent. We have not talked about Motown and what Barry Gordy was been was able to create with the groups that he put together and the the Motown sound. I think we did say something about it very briefly on our first podcast about music, but what is, I don't even know how to describe it, but what is the Motown sound and what they were able to create with the people that they were? I would say they took soul music (laughs) and tied a knot in it. They took soul music and tied a knot in it. Wait wait a minute, hold on, Nick. It goes back to them folk brothers. That, that's the what folk I wanted brothers, to get to. The folk brothers is what gave Motown their sound. Go ahead. <laughs> no, hey, that's all I want to say. They, they took, they took that, and, and and you know how some certain things hit an apex, and it can't when it hit that apex. Else you can't even. You be like, how did you? How did we get? But, 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 but Motown Barry, hit an apex. But Barry went out in Detroit. And got musicians that were playing in other venues, right? 
that was the best the best he could find. These guys were good. Perfected their craft. Barry went out and got these cats and bought them in the studio. And these guys, man, created there again. It's that creativity that comes along when you are together. My God, but we that, can see we we can even go with that talking about what you can do together. But let's go back. What did I say at the beginning? We're going to use these runny terms. When we talk about, you know what I'm saying, that 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 thread, that thread, we have to also put in the time. Motown was created during what time? What was going on? So that's one thing we need to start doing with our music. Anytime we start talking about our music, we must tell people what was going on when that music was created. If you go back to what I, I started with, slavery, Jim Crow, right? Coming out of Jim Crow, we moving, we growing, we getting a little freedom, but we still got hard times. We sharecropping, right? We're going into, when you go into Motown, people was coming from sharecropping to factory work. Textiles. Textiles, right? Motown, Motor City. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So our music always connects and relates to what our people are going through. So, even if you listen to the music today, that means you hear our music today. That is telling you we got a problem. Well, so Nick, so you saying <laughs> you saying you saying if we were drawing a graph, we would have land plus people plus time. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. You you can draw that graph and post it up anytime you feel like. <laughs> but that is what I'm saying. Let me ask this question. And anybody before I ask this question? No, but but this this is what I wanted to say. That we, we talked about Motown, but they all had that. You know, you had the Philadelphia experience. You know, mm. gambling huff. You, you you all knew them fellas, man. You know that part. Of it. But each each seemed like each um, each record company had their own sound, and and I think that's what's missing today. And guess what, fellas? I finally heard Mumble Rap. Remember last time I told you I never heard Mumble Rap? I finally heard it the other day, man. I'm going to bust your head on this. I finally heard it, man. I'm like, yo, as a matter of fact, man, man, man uh, the thoughts was, uh, I still ain't got no thoughts. I'm going to leave it alone. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I was actually working in my dad's backyard, man, and they planted over uh, across the way, and I was like, oh, that boy ain't say, that, that's Mumble Rap. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I finally heard it, man. But, you know. But I'm just saying though, but but today everything's down sound the same, man. You can't, you know, I, I you can't tell. I mean, artists like 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 right now. If I didn't knew the artist, in other words, if I didn't know, he, I can't tell them from up apart now. I can't tell, you know, I, I if I hear that, I say, oh, that's such and such. No, no, that ain't him. That's what. But he sounds just like that dude. Right. You know, they yeah. they all sound alike now. Uh, and like Warren was saying, there was a distinctive sound. You knew each group from from whatever, man. You follow what I'm saying? So yeah, it it, it, it was it, but, it definitely. But you know, the music, <clears throat> the music can't be. We we all, if we trace history, we know we can't create. There's not going to be a new genre of music created in within the system. Our music always comes from something, you know, that we're doing off on our own. You know what I'm saying? And I, my question and the, the mystery to me is with social media and this, this multi-communication uh, platform that everybody, 
do we have any privacy where we can go create, where we can be created? You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of our music was created in the, we go for, here we go again with the graph one, in the fields, on the chain game, in the juke joint, in the project. You see what I'm saying? We was off on our own by ourselves. With social media, can we be off by, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's like our, the eyes are always on us now, so we don't have nowhere we can go and let God do his work. I'm just asking. I'm not well, saying that. Well, I, I'm going to say, let, let me say this. I, I see, and, and, and my wife and, and, my, and my son brought it to me about music soul child. I don't know if y'all seen it, and, and I, I, I'm not a big fan of uh, what's the, the three comedians, uh, 95 South or whatever, whatever from 85, whatever, whatever they call. I heard them, but I know what you're talking about. Now. They they come out of uh, Nick Cannon's show. They come out of Wild and Out, right? But they had Music Soul Child on one of their things, man. And Music Soul Child was saying that he cannot do what he want to do. Matter of fact, he said, I, I, I think at this point, he, he's not even signed by a label right now because he he went from, and he caused, you know, those comedians, they try to make a big deal of it, but I, I heard exactly what he was saying. He released stuff under different names, man. He got two different, uh, I guess for I guess you call them artists. One of them was I'm trying to remember what it was called Perfect Perfect like Wonder, per, like Prince, Purple. and then the symbol. No, 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 no. It, 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 it was he he totally different name. He released oh, stuff. Oh wow! Because he, he he said music. He said actually it was never meant for it to be music's whole child. It was never meant to be called it. One was called one of them was music, and one of them was supposed to have been soul. Soul Child. So he ended up combining the two to get the contract, which he basically said he had no part of the contract because what he had moved on. The, what he had put there, he said he was traveling back between New York and Atlanta or New Jersey, Atlanta, where from. And he said his people were saying, this is so good. They went shop before him. And so, you know, they were, by the time he got back, you know, they were there, he was in a meeting. And, and you know, and of course, I'm probably leaving out a whole lot of stuff there, but the point I'm trying to say is my man said that when he wanted to do other things, he, he said right now, music soul child is his job. That's what he did. When he come in, you hear music soul child, even though everybody loves it, everybody likes it, he said, but he wants to move on and do other things, but nobody would accept it because of what they know him as. So he had to come up with a new persona, so to speak, I guess. Uh, he, he called it... Um, he made it sound like he had, you know, schizophrenia, kind of, you know, different. They, that, that's how he made it sound, you know. But I understood what he was saying. They're, they're different. He, he, like you say, Nick, we want to move on, right? But nobody would allow him to move on because they they're so used to him doing that. And he said he don't mind doing that because right now he consider that that's his job, so he'll do it. But for him to be an artist to move to try to do what he want to do, he's not allowed to do it. So you saying you actually there's new genres, new stuff that's going to be created? Will it come up? Created? Probably not, because the the industry won't allow it. If it's not, if it's not selling, they don't they they, they don't want to make it. They don't want to produce it. And what really surprised me is the fact that you know he said that he's not even signed anymore. Wow! How, how yeah. can this kid not be signed? You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, but you know, a lot of our music was created just from the love 
it wouldn't even it, it wasn't even a concern. You know what I'm saying? Before mm-hmm. it wasn't a concern with getting uh, uh, getting signed. People just that's what they did. I seen. You know what I'm saying? So you look at like Ray Charles. A lot of those guys they they played music just to get on the chitlin circuit and travel and just learn to be musician. You know, then the opportunity presented itself. And and that's what that's what he said. He said he's making music. You know what I'm saying? Because he said he had he had, he had already did that, so he moved on. Right. You follow what I'm saying? And but but his people in his camp shopped it, shopped it for him like this too good just let's sit around, and they shopped it. And he said he he jumped back into that vein because you know that that's where the money was. He had to eat or whatever the case may yeah. be. But uh, you know, and when he wanted to do other things, he wasn't allowed to do it. But I believe I in my that, people. I, I think we'll we'll create something else. We always do. Well, one of the things before we close, I, I want to ask you know, kind of just kind of close out on this. You, you said, "Will we be able to create?" Um, and you said that we create out of love. We also create out of pain. And and one of the things that I think that 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 speaks to the level of some of the pain that what I think this particular song is timeless is Marvin Gaye. What's going on? I mean, from the entire um, time that I've been, you know, in pretty much um, old enough to understand music, you know, and, and to look at the plight of the world and the plight of the, the us as black men, you can put what's going on right now, you can put it on right now, and it speaks to what happened just last week or last year or it's it, it just one of those songs. So I think, um, what are, what are, is there any song that kind of speaks out to you that has that timeless um, effort towards it? I would say, I'm gonna use Marvin Gaye and, and the song he made, music is my heart and soul. That's one of the, I, that's one of my favorite songs by Marvin Gaye. That, that, to me, he says more precious than gold. I think that song he says it. He he puts it all on paper about music. You know, if you have, if you, if you've never heard that song by Marvin Gaye, look it up. I love music. Music, Marvin Gaye. That's and let's throw in you know the OJ's. Huh? The OJ's got a song about music. They too. said I love music, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. But yeah, Marvin Gaye. But but you re- you know what, Nick? Marvin never released that man. That, I know that, that that was released through through uh what what the rapper's name man Eric uh, Sermon yeah Eric Sermon yeah man, when he when he bought it so but yeah man it's I don't know man it's so many Nick for y'all to just ask for one man but <laughs> I, I'm gonna say this that is true artistry artists you know that's the difference between the artist and the performer artists you know it, it should send time it 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 it, it is always going to be something there that you can run back to. That that's going to be that's going to that always that goes back into right now. I, I, I don't know. I, I think Prince Sign of the Time was one of them. You know, it, 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 it spoke when when he said what he said. You know, during that time. So I, I don't know, man. I'm just thinking, there's so many so many things that goes there. I would agree with Nick about the Marvin Gaye track, but another one comes to mind that I think uh, this generation should listen to. Is a song by the Staple Singers called Respect Yourself. They say, if you don't respect yourself, ain't nobody going to give a hoot, you know. And so, in other words, and then they talk about people, young people, 
cussing in the presence of older people. Listen to it. Listen to it. Uh, uh, Respect yourself by the staple singers. That is a timeless song, and it speaks to every generation. Can I add one more? Just just because I, I when 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 Greg got finished talking, I thought of it. Earth, Wind, and Fire, Devotion. Wow. Oh, yeah. that, wow. That, that one. That one there. Wow. It, that's yeah. If that don't. I'm gonna leave it. Well, if you go through Earth Wind Fire's catalog, there's a lot that they got. Don't go through the catalog. If you start with your own, start with that. Yeah, but if you go through that catalog, boy, it's so much, man. That'll hurt uh, you. That'll hurt you. Yeah, it'll hurt you, man. But devotion, that one devotion, he talking to the kids. That one was that that one. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, fellas, I think we we still have not exhausted this um, this music this music genre, but that's music conversation. But I do think that there's a place that we need to put it to bed and, and cut off the lights a little bit on this one, so we can get prepared for the next one. Because that one's gonna be a doozy, brother. Uh, and Greg, is, brother Greg is setting us up on the next two conversations with I that's coming up. But gentlemen, I do want to say thank you for the opportunity to sit with you on these uh, four different episodes talking about music. Um, so any last last words from anybody? I just want to say that I'm glad that we uh, continued this conversation because I think we milked it uh, even more. Uh, it was Nick, uh, Nick is the one that, that caught on to it. He said so much more that we can say. And you were right, Nick, it was so much more. It is still more, but at least we feel better that we was able to get some more out, you know? Yeah, I think we, uh, you know, we didn't eat all the food on the plate. We, but, you know, we got a good portion of it, you know, enough to go to take a nap. You know what I'm saying? Like Thanksgiving, <laughs> you full now. Go take a nap. Get yourself ready. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that, that, I, I feel better now that we extended just a little more. Because we, you, music, this thing, you, you can't, you know, just keep going. It, it's, it goes too far for us. So I think right. we did it. I think we did it justice this time. Well, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Y- y'all know what? I just had a thought. Uh-oh. You can fill it all you over thinking? Stevie Wonder. <laughs> you can feel it all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, hey man, I I, I just want to say that it's you're right, man. That's we 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 I'm gonna be honest, man, we ain't even scratched the surface of this thing, man. We 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 you know and no 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 I think far by now we we're we're not professionals or something, you know, it's more about our opinion and how music affects us. And I and I think that's how we got we got to we got to accept it, you know, and how music affects us personally, how music affects us as a people. And that's, I think that's what we what we spoke on. I mean, there's so many things that can be torn apart. Somebody can listen to this and say, oh man, they forgot about this, they forgot about that. They they didn't even mention him, they didn't mention her. And and that's and that's why music is what it is, you know, so. Uh, I just want to just, and, and, and please leave in the comments if, if you can think of something that we forgot, you know, somebody that we didn't think about or, 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 or even a genre that we didn't mention. So go ahead and leave that in the comments. And, and that way, we, you know, we, we, we just keep this, this conversation going. As always, listeners, we are grateful that you have taken time out to listen to us. We would always ask that you would go to uh, wherever you get your podcast from and to, uh, subscribe to the Front Porch Podcast. We would be forever grateful. And also uh, our Facebook page and uh, leave comments so that we can talk back and forth. Well, as fellas, as always said, Brother Nick, you brought this last conversation to the table. I think it's your turn. Do what?
turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. Hey, thank y'all for joining us. Now get off our front porch. Get off. <laughs>